When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here now is Lisa Bell and Candace Campos with Florida Foodie. Sponsored by Light Orlando, delivering hope together. Hello and welcome to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell, and we are on location at the Real Pinar Golf Course in East Orange County today. Yeah, and I'm Candace Campos, and it's a very historic golf course. And, you know, if you think about it, this the, the beauty of this place is just absolutely stunning, and it just got a, a big facelift. It is gorgeous mm-hmm. in here. We are so happy to be joined today by the new owner of the Pine and Oak Tavern inside the country club, Greg Allo. Thank you so much uh, for inviting us in. This is so fancy. Thank you. I'm happy that you're here. And I don't know if it's fancy. It's comfortable. It's uh, really nice. It's beautiful. Yes. And it's not just beautiful, but it's also historic. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this place. Oh, there's such a great history here. Uh, the, the club was originally built in 1957 mm-hmm. um, by a, a group of local folks that wanted to have a country club. They brought in Arnold Palmer. He was the key figure of the property for decades. Uh, he created the uh, the Citrus Open, which was a uh, PGA event funded by citrus growers in Central Florida. I was held here until 1978, and then he went off to Bay Hill, and the owners continued to operate it. And um, uh, about a year ago, my business partner from Germany and his wife purchased the property, and we partnered, and we here we are today. Yeah, um, I mean, and when I say fancy, it's just so nice because you walk in, when you go to a golf course, uh, you know, a, a club like this, you want to have that feeling of like you're being hugged, but also it's, you know, you feel like you're, you're getting pampered in some way, yeah, right? I sure. mean, I feel like it has that happy medium. And you're dining with legends yeah. all around us. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in this particular room, this is a room of champions. So yeah. Arnold Palmer's trophies on the wall behind us, and, and Lee Trevino is a champion here, and Hale Irwin, and a lot of the great old golfers. Uh, the history is just priceless. That's one of the reasons why the property is purchased. You, you can buy a golf club, but mm-hmm. you, you can't buy the history, and, and it's super special. And you were saying uh, Arnold Palmer, he really wanted to have a big PGA event here, so he actually contacted citrus growers in Central Florida to try and raise money. Tell us a little <laughs> exactly. bit about that. So in 1966, the PGA required a prize pool of $100,000, which today's standards, it's kind of a joke. Yeah. I mean, last place makes $100,000. <laughs> and he uh, he went around Central Florida and met with the citrus growers and they all chipped in and, and uh, raised $100,000 to, to host the first event. And that was in 1966. And this and this place is also beautiful on the inside and on the outside. So give us an idea of, of the golf course itself. I mean, it's it's gorgeous just by looking outside the window. Yeah, the, the grounds are spectacular. It covers about 200 acres. Wow. Um, this was a, a pine forest at, at one time, and the designers just carved through the, the pine forest, the fairways, and created the greens. Um, it, it's a challenging golf course. We just stretched it out to almost 7,400 yards, so it's PGA, current PGA Tour standards. Um, uh, it, it's just 
so unusual for this part of Florida to see this type of, uh, of foliage and trees and it's uh, super fun and playable. So when you took over with your business partner about yeah. a year ago, yeah. what was this restaurant like? And tell us how you've transformed it. So it was actually closed. The, the only thing that was open was the pro shop. And so the, the property was effectively mothballed. So we had to start from the beginning. And, and the vision was not to be a stodgy old country club. We wanted to modernize it, uh, make it more relevant, so with keeping some of the tradition in place. So if you look in the main part of the restaurant, you'll see the artwork is not typical for a, for a golf club. Um, and we, the restaurant, we wanted to build a restaurant that was a restaurant that just happened to be located at a golf club, not a golf club restaurant. And we, we tore up carpets and painted and brought in artisans and uh, we found actually underneath the, uh, the uh, carpet terrazzo that was original from oh, 1957 wow. and refinished it and so brought back this luster and life that it just you couldn't reproduce it from from scratch today. Now, this is not your first restaurant uh, and certainly no. not your first one that you've opened in Central Florida. <laughs> Tell us about some of your other properties. So if people maybe have visited those, they might get an idea of what to expect here. Yeah, sure. So, well, let me start with my chef. So I hired Anthony Albino as the corporate chef when I opened Delaney's Tavern, which was my first property in, in Central Florida and Delaney Hotel, mm -hmm. um, which I still have. Some of the flavors of that property and restaurant are here but we wanted to also make uh, this this property a little bit more unique so the the restaurant uh, the uh, excuse me the menu is tailored a bit more for this market um, uh, I have a new hotel project uh, I partnered with uh, the founder of Kobe Steakhouse who uh, is a gentleman who has built a, a, a brand of 14 uh, Tepon style Tepanyaki style steakhouses. Mm -hmm. And we have a hotel on I Drive now that was a former Best Western that's going to be a modern Japanese style boutique hotel. And it's being renovated as we speak. So I, oh, that's I, cool. Yeah, it's going to be super cool. We have a, a woman from Japan, her name is Kuniko, to help with the design. And uh, it, it's it's going to be a one of a kind here in Orlando. I mean, it, it seems like you hospitality runs in your blood. You know, you were saying you're like, I'm not getting any younger, but I'm also not slowing down. What is it about about the hospi hospitality world that you just love so much? Yeah, I'm, I'm just one of those guys. I'm fortunate. I fell in love with the business, and when you love what you do, mm -hmm. you know that old axiom. You know, you never work a day in your life, and. Um, uh, I think I learned it from my mom. You know, she was always in the kitchen cooking and entertaining and, and I was by her side watching. And frankly, she never came out to enjoy any of the parties that she threw because <laughs> she was working and I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. So I, I, it's, I call it a hospitality spirit. You know, I like serving and so I, it's, I'm, I'm fortunate. And your head chef, Anthony, I mean, he's got a lot, lot of experience in the restaurant industry yeah. as well. Tell us a little bit about that. And then let's dive into the menu here yeah. uh, at Pine and Oak. Sure. So Anthony um, has been in the restaurant business for decades. Uh, he's a graduate of um, Le Cordon Bleu, which is a culinary school. Mm -hmm. uh, interestingly enough, before he got into uh, the culinary world, uh, his story is similar to mine. His grandmother taught him how to cook, and uh, he was in the mortgage business. And when the world melted down in 2008-ish, oh. that's when he went to culinary school. And how many years is that now? Yeah. Decades. And uh, he, uh, 
he's just a culinary genius. I mean, the guy's ability to, to take ingredients and flavors and mm -hmm. that don't seem to make sense, but when he, when he blends them together, the, the flavors are just incredible, which you're gonna try hopefully today. And so for folks who might not know about this place, yeah. do you have to go to, do you have to be golfing to enjoy the restaurant or no, could no, you no. just come and enjoy the food? It's open to the public. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the entire facility is. And one of the things we're battling is that because of the history of being a private country club, right. people still think we're private. So spread the word. We're not private. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. We want come on to down. come on down, yeah. enjoy yourself. Um, yeah, even the golf side, we're making it affordable and accessible to everyone. Uh, you know, golf has this perception of being expensive. We want it to be a family sport and reasonable so you can come out with your grandparents and the grandkids and the college kids and the parents and everyone and enjoy it. So when you're designing a menu for a place like this, what are you looking for? Well, you know, there's a lot of different things uh, because the audience, you have the golfing community that's in here. So mm -hmm. there's typical golfing kind of stuff, but we didn't want to be typical. Mm -hmm. So we had to create some things that were unique, but would appeal to the golfers. But then it's a restaurant for the neighborhood. So then we had to, you know, for date night or special events. So we had to create things for that. And uh What's the response been from the neighborhood as people have come in here to check out this newly opened restaurant right in their backyard, really? Yeah, it's super supportive, amazingly exciting to have them come in. And the, the property had been closed, at least the clubhouse, for, for years. Mm -hmm. And so they're thrilled to have you know, an amenity like this in their backyard to come and enjoy it. And, uh, and to look around and see all the pictures and the memorabilia. I mean, history. That's, that's a big source of pride, right, for, mm. for so many people in this area. Yeah, yeah, well, it's fun to watch people come in and look at the photos and the trophies yeah. and talk about the history. And it's nostalgic. And, I mean, Arnold Palmer and Lee Trevino and... Uh, Hale Irwin, all I mean, the great. You have one of his trophies, yeah. like yeah. you know, yeah. over there, and so. you can have lunch right next to it. Right yeah. next to it. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, Hale Irwin, who won here, I think that was in '76. Um, he he left his trophy here, and the story I got, I wasn't here in '76, was that he just wanted to check, and he said it's too much to ship the trophy home, and he left it. So we have his trophy as well. Oh, wow. There you go. Hey, we'll <laughs> yeah, take no, it. No, I'm sorry to make that public. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much for, for joining us. We're actually going to take a quick break. Yeah. We have a lot more to show you That's here right. at Pine and Oak. Taste some of this delicious food you guys are serving yeah. up. I can't wait. I'm hungry. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Florida Foodie. We are now inside the kitchen at Pine and Oak Tavern with executive chef Anthony Albino. Thank you so much for inviting us in. Sure. It feels so good by the fire it's right nice now. Warm. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've heard many great things about you already. Uh, you've worked at a few places in Central Florida, Santiago's Bodega being one of them. A lot of people are familiar with that. Mm -hmm. uh, and now you're here. This is awesome. Yep. This is my second baby. We uh, I opened up Delaney's after Santiago's, which is my first baby. And 
uh, a couple of years into it, we got this beautiful location here and decided to open up another tavern here. And this menu is a little bit different than from those other two places that we mentioned. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're currently going through some more changes. We had to adjust to the market here a little bit. Okay. But uh, yeah, there's some similar items there. So what are we going to make oh, today? Yes. This is today. looking good already. Yeah, this we have hoodie. some certified Angus beef right here. This is our uh, 10 ounce cut of ribeye that we use for actually a ribeye sandwich that is absolutely amazing. Uh, if you like truffle, this is the sandwich for you. Bring it on. Okay. Right. More truffle, the better. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. So here we start off with some of our chef seasoning. Uh-huh. And this cut is actually the drop cut from Ruth Chris, uh, Ruth Chris's steaks. So we get these allocated just for us. And these are Ruth Chris's big tomahawk pork chops. These are the cuts in between the big tomahawk pork chops. Nice. And then you make your own seasoning. Yep. So this is our chef seasoning that yeah. we make in house. We'll just rub that on. And here. I notice you're just patting it. When you hear rub, like a lot of people really like pack it in there, yeah, but you were just like patting that. Yeah. You just want the seasoning to stick into the meat. So. Okay. Okay. I like it. And what's, and what's on the menu? What is this labeled as? Uh, this is uh, the grilled CAB truffle ribeye sandwich. Nice. So yeah, this is a sandwich. <laughs> so when you when you're building this menu here, you know you have a lot of golfers also coming in. Do you kind of cater to people yeah. who are coming in for a dinner, but also for the golfers? Most definitely, we have to tailor the menu to the golfers yeah. that come out. Uh, sandwiches, anything handheld, yeah. quick bites, so that way they can get back out on the course and keep keep playing yeah. golf. So you're open for lunch and dinner, and I was looking at your menu a little bit. You've got taco night on Tuesdays, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. pasta night. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, something for everyone. Yeah, and absolutely. And we also do a brunch buffet on Sundays. Mm -hmm. uh, Santiago's was really familiar, uh, yeah. known for their brunch. Yeah. Um, so I think I kinda, we got one a lot. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> brought that uh, same um, vibes here with right. our brunch. And uh, and we kicked it up a little with a couple different stations and stuff like that. So. That brunch at Santiago's, I mean, the bacon, <laughs> I don't know what you've done to the bacon. <laughs> I don't know what it is, again. but it was amazing. Um, we, do, we do that here now. Yeah. So. What is it about the bacon that makes it just irresistible? We, we candy it with some brown sugar and some cayenne spice. So, there you go. Yeah. And then, of course, I saw bottomless mimosas on yeah. your brunch menu. You gotta yeah. have the bottomless mimosas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's also cute, too, we're both moms. Tell yeah. us about your kids' menu. Even the name of the menu, yeah, it's named after the owner's kids. Yeah, yeah. So we tailored the menu. The, our Gregor's uh, one of our owners here. He has yeah. two kids, and uh, and we they wanted to have a hand in making the menu, so we, we tailored the menu around them. And we also got some quirky names that kind of tailor off the golf course onto that menu as well. So it's Tell really us about cool. some of those. Yeah, we got the chip shot chicken fingers, which is basically chicken fingers and fries. You got the ninth turn noodles, which is some butter noodles or marinara alfredo mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and things like that. Something yeah. that the kids will all, all love oh, yeah. and give mom and dad a little yeah. peace and quiet to be able to eat something like this. So how long is this going to be cooking for? Yeah, we're going to cook this for about five to seven minutes. We're just going to get our marks here. Flip oh, that on the yeah. other side. We're going to start toasting that, up our bun here. That, that, those, those marks. Yep, yeah, those diamond marks that diamond we're looking marks, for. Yeah. Yep. So how did you decide to become a chef? Well, <laughs> I was a mortgage broker for a long time, and then the industry took a took a tank. So in 08. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. when uh, that's when I put myself through college. I went and attended the Cordon Bleu. And uh, yeah, talk about a 180. Though. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> how did you have, must have had a love for cooking from family or somewhere uh, to go from being a mortgage broker, you think, yeah. to a trained chef? <laughs> yeah, always. Uh, I grew up with a single mom, so every year she would send me down to Puerto Rico to live with my grandma, and my grandma cooked every day, no matter who was coming by or 
or who, who was who was in the house. She cooked every day and people just stopped by and ate. So I just got a, a passion and love for cooking from her. And uh, and like like you said, the industry tanks, I needed something to do and why not do what I love? So and it was funny because when we were talking to Greg earlier, he said that he hired you on the spot. He had yeah, no- you were the only person he interviewed. Yeah. So what? Tell us about that. What was yeah. that secret? What was the secret ingredient? I, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, he did say you cooked for him during the job interview. Right. I did. I did do a demo. I had uh, some friends uh, able to lend me a big, pretty big kitchen, and uh, and I and I think I nailed that one. Yeah. Do you remember so. what you made? Yeah, there's a couple items that I made uh, that are on that uh, Delaney's current menu right okay. now. So mm-hmm. there's crab beignets. Uh, there was some pork belly on there, and there was a skirt steak for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tic-tac-toe three yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't lose with those items. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> so we have been in several kitchens mm-hmm. uh, hosting Florida Foodie. This kitchen, I think, is the largest one we've it's been It's like in. quadrupled most of the kitchens, we, yeah. We do have quite a bit of space here. Yeah. It makes it nice for the cooks and, and, mm-hmm. and for us, the chefs, uh, to get everything done. Uh, my, I've had other kitchens that are nowhere near this size, so yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's really nice. You get really close to your coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. But you also have a, a ballroom too. So, I mean, you're not only working, you know, yeah, we the do. restaurant, yeah. you yeah. also have big Major time events. parties and yeah. events. Yeah. So we, we developed quite a bit of following over at Delaney for, for executing some nice events over there. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of pharmaceutical events for the hospital. Uh, and over here we're, we're featured on the golf course. So we're doing a lot of, uh, uh, corporate events for golf outings and, and, and things of that nature. We did a wedding, a beautiful, beautiful wedding here yeah. um, in December that was absolutely gorgeous. And they remodeled the ballroom, so it's absolutely stunning and gorgeous yeah. in there. It's perfect What's for events. your favorite thing to make for you when you're just <laughs> at home, a little hungry, it's your By yourself, off. you don't have to worry yeah. about anybody else, what yeah. would you make? Don't it, say it, peanut it, butter and jelly sandwich. No, it or takes cereal. some time to make what I love to make, but it's uh, any Creole kind of Spanish food. Okay. Anything that brings me back to those days of pickling my grandma. Yeah. Um, those reminiscences is, is what yeah. touches the heart. So food that, food like. that gives yeah. you a big hug yeah. while you eat it, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. what I love about you is your cuisine that you prepare. It's all different. You know, you've got the Spanish influence. Mm-hmm. You've got Italian influence. You got plain old steak. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't where- call that plain old steak. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so where does that come from where you you've decided that you're just going to mix it all up well i'm a foodie at heart so i love all kind of foods i love the orlando food scene first of all we have so many great different avenues and uh, yeah. of food here different regions and ethnicities so it's great to have that outlook and i like to bring all that into my uh, menu to have a, a little option available for everybody yeah we're, we're more than chains here mm-hmm. in Absolutely. Orlando, that's and for sure you talk about the food scene i mean it is hard to set yourself apart in a place like orlando mm-hmm. because we have so many excellent restaurants and chefs so you've been able to do that kudos to you, Thank you <laughs> that's awesome all right is that almost yeah. done because it yeah. smells so i know we're getting hungry over yeah. here we're getting really close here that's why start. the microphone's high up because if it was closer to my stomach you wouldn't yeah. be able to hear the conversation so we take the bun okay. and we're going to toast the bun with a little bit of truffle pecorino here truffle pecorino yeah. so mm-hmm. for people who's not familiar with truffle pecorino what, what are we talking about here what is so this pe- pecorino is a type of like uh, cheese it's a parmesan and uh and there's some truffle mushrooms and truffle essence infused into the pecorino i I just take that on the flat top i like this little way of doing it rather than it's on the cheese yeah it's like a little cheese cheese crust yeah a cheese crust that's that's what we're going for you're talking my love language now anthony let that uh, steak rest right there we also top the steak here with some frizzled onions that we've fried up here 
and uh, I'm sorry, frizzled onions. Know, yeah, which I are didn't like know that onion. was included. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> and then we we also hit it with a little bit of truffle aioli that we make in house as well. Okay, aioli is like a mayonnaise that we make in house. Yeah, so, yeah with really, truffle. Really, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So what's the rule for letting your meat sit and right. cool and rest? Yeah, so we let the meat rest here. If I were to cut into that right now, all the red juices would just pour out onto the pan and none of those juices would stick into the steak. So that's the reason why we let the meat rest so we can let those juices uh, flow right back into the meat. And that way when you're biting into it, you get all the juices in your mouth. There you go. Yeah. It's amazing how many things that we don't know um, <laughs> like that. Yeah. And even I'm seeing how you slice these onions. I mean, just knowing how to slice like that and all the training that goes into that and why that's important so that it's all evenly cooked and prepared. These are an onion rings. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I like how, yeah. how like, I like frizzles. the yeah, frizzles. I like it. So can you tell us what's in your uh, chef seasoning? Yeah. So we have uh, salt and pepper is the main base. We have some garlic onion powder in there, a little paprika, cayenne pepper and some uh, oregano, basil, and thyme. And do you use that on everything here in the kitchen or is that just for it's like a steaks? good base? Yeah. Uh, we use this just about on everything. Uh, anything that's seasoned protein wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chicken, beef. This is excellent for, for all those items. Um, and from this, we make a derivative spice with uh, a Cajun rub which we have here as well. We also use that for our fish. Oh. So yeah. I feel like that one has a little more kink to yeah, it, absolutely. right? Yeah. All right, oh, so we should be good here. All right, the magic of TV, our beef has rested. I've yes. got my plate. You now plated uh, this infamous sandwich here. This looks so good. Tell us how you stacked it real quick. All right, so we took the bread after we toasted it on the flat top with the pecorino. Uh, we were able to put the truffle aioli on the bottom bread, put the ribeye there, stack the frizzled onions on top of that, hit it with a little bit more truffle aioli, and cut it right in half. This is a meat lover's paradise. Oh. If you are vegetarian, you have another option for us here. Absolutely. And we those are not scallops like I you. thought. Yeah, so <laughs> the, this is our truffle ravioli dish. We get all our pasta made locally from a local pasta maker. Uh, this dish is amazing for vegetarians. You have truffle, ricotta, uh, pecorino inside the ravioli, and then we saute it with some clamshell mushrooms, some roasted cipollini onions that mimic scallops. Uh, we hit it with a little bit of sherry, some heavy cream, and then we hit it with a little bit of more truffle pecorino on top. Who developed this dish, this recipe? Mm, Was that all you? Him. You're looking <laughs> at them. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. All right, Candace, are you hungry? I'm starving. Should we start with the sandwich? Yeah, Absolutely. chef is explaining it all. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. I want to see it. For you. Now, what if someone wants Thank to dip you. this in ketchup? How do you feel about that? Does that break your heart? You get heart? kicked no, out yeah. of the restaurant. <laughs> to, each, to each their own. Right. It looks so good. <laughs> Cheers. Yes. I can smell the truffle. Mm. I want to cry. <laughs> so good. Mm. It's delicious. It's oh, really my God. <laughs> you knew that. I mean, he's looking at us. Yeah, I know it's good. The bread is also really yummy. Yeah, it's super soft. And that truffle Tender. on Tender. Not like chewy at all. I don't want to talk. To, I just don't want to talk. That's yeah. the thing. This is amazing. It melts in your mouth. It yeah, really it does. does. It does. It's a great cut of meat. The crunch is perfect mm -hmm. on the bread. Oh, yeah. You get the textures in there. And I can taste the seasoning, your chef seasoning uh, blend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull that off so I don't make a mess. Mm -hmm. Now, this would be... <clears throat> Something I would order 
What I wouldn't order is a vegetarian, but that looks so good. It's amazing. Wait till you try it. You know, sometimes <laughs> you think vegetarian, you're like, oh, okay, what is it? Mm -hmm. And how exciting can you make mm -hmm. food, a plate, being vegetarian? That looks stunning. Yeah. How did this dish come about? Yeah. Ooh, this is just a iteration of a dish I've been running for a very, very long time. So I've been dealing with this pasta company for almost 10 years now. Mm -hmm. They're they're great people. They, I helped them develop this ravioli here. So mm -hmm. And a couple other dish, uh, raviolis that they've exclusively sold to, to the restaurants that I worked at. So Don't you okay. love that you're able to be so creative? I mean, going from a mortgage broker... <laughs> Right, creating loans to creating dishes. Creating loans to dishes. I want to try that, but I can't put this down. So I'm going to take yeah. one more bite. Can, yeah. you, can I get a scoop? A little, mm -hmm. little scoop of the fork. Absolutely, mm -hmm. it's a fork. Right. Let's go. Oh my goodness. So these are onions. Mm. Is what yes. you're saying? All right. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. mm. It does look like scallions. Or um, thank scallops. you. So good. Let's see. You said that's a mushroom there? Clamshell mushroom, yes, ma'am. Look at the inside thank of you, it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, this is, oh! <laughs> I need a table. This is this packed. Is like, <gasps> this is packed with cheese. Yeah, it's so good. There's wine. Mm. <laughs> sherry wine. I'm excited. So good. Yes. Oh thank gosh. you so much. This You're has welcome. been so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Before we go, because we also want to try one of your French fries. Yeah, so we these are potato wedges. We actually make these in-house. Mm -hmm. We feature these exclusively at Delaney's. And here, these are hand-cut potato wedges. We take some Parmesan and rosemary, toss them with the potato wedges, roast them in the oven, and then we deep-fry them for service so they're nice and crispy. You absolutely have to try one well, of Well, I'm from Idaho originally, so I cannot <laughs> leave without trying one of these. Thank there. you so Chef much. Anthony, you were an artiste. Thank you so yes. much. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'll never say no to a, to a French fry. <laughs> we got to come back to real Pinar real soon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. I'm, I'm going to finish. Delicious. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guests, Greg Allo and Anthony Albino. You can find their restaurant online at pineandoaktavern.com. You can also find it on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. On Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. And on Instagram, search Candace Campos WKMG. Also, a big thank you to our production team. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you stream podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on ClickOrlando.com and on YouTube. Just search for Florida Foodie.